Welcome, friends, back to the My Life Platform podcast. I'm excited to spend some time with you today. I hope you found a, a, a moment of maybe some exercise or relaxation for this conversation. I wish we were in the same room, but we can't be, but we can pretend that we are. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or some tea and let's have a conversation. Someone asked me the other day what I do, and I I always struggle with the words to explain. Sometimes I wish I was a dentist just so I had an, uh, an obvious, clear answer to tell somebody what I do. I think what I do is I, is I help people have perspective and encouragement on how to simply thrive as a human. I don't know if that sounds impressive or not, or if that sounds strange. I just made that up, kind of. Perspective and encouragement on how to be human. I don't know about you, but the world that I live in, I see an increasing struggle that people are having on just being human. This is why anxiety is through the roof in our culture. Things like suicide um, is at an alarming rate right now because we simply have lost the ability to be human. And it's not because of what's happening to us. It's because of how we look and respond to what happens to us. So this episode today is all about how we look at problems. How do we look at problems? Uh, the, the reality is that to live is to, to be human is to have problems. And so the existence of problems doesn't mean that we're failing, but oftentimes we tend to look at our problems and make us think that we are failing because we have them. The reality is that to have problems is just evidence that we're a human that's still alive. So your problem, a problem you face is either a giant life distraction that puts your life on hold, or it can be an opportunity to live the life you really want to live. But usually with problems, we tend to think, well, this problem shouldn't be here. We want the problem to just go away. I don't think we really want our problems to go away. I think we want to use our problems before we put them away. <laughs> problems are too advantageous for us to want them to go away. Problems are, uh, are not indicators that we're failing at life, but that we're living life. And problems really become like a trail of breadcrumbs that lead us to our next place of where we want to be. If you were in business the problems that you face in business would probably be seen as very natural. You face a problem with customers or with inventory or with accounting or with employees, and you look at it and say, okay, we have to change this to have better business. But we don't tend to do that in our personal life. In our personal life, when we have problems, we tend to think, oh my gosh, I'm failing. I shouldn't have this problem. What if we looked at our personal life the way we tend to look at business life? What if we said, okay, here's this problem. I need to face this in order to, for me to live the life I really want to live. The business of me will be better if I face this problem. So when we, want to, when we tend to want our problems to just go away, 
This robs us of the opportunity that comes through working through that problem. What else happens with this mindset is we will posture our mindset to cause the problem to get worse. When a problem comes up and our response is, oh my goodness, this should not be here, then we're going to do something that makes that problem actually worse, as opposed to looking at the problem and saying, okay, this problem showed itself. This is normal. What can I do to help? So the third thing I want to say that if we, if we have a problem having problems, your life will grow increasingly frustrating. Things like anger and anxiety will continually just abound in your life. Not because you have problems, but because you think about the problem. And this problem then becomes greater and the fallout becomes greater once again because of how we look at it. So here's a key point. Our problems expose things that need to, to change in order to live the life we really want. The problems, when they come up, it does not mean we're failing. The problems just show us what's next. There's a great author, a man by the name of Viktor Frankl. He was in the concentration camps. And while he was in a concentration camp, he made it his mission to help fellow, fellow prisoners Some of the Jews were committing suicide because of the atrocious conditions. He stopped one of his friends one time who was going to kill himself, and he said, you can't do that. And his his friend said, why? What's the point? Look look at what we're living with. They're just going to kill us. What's the point? And Viktor Frankl said to him, you cannot kill yourself. You'll be stealing from yourself a great opportunity. And his friend said, what opportunity would I be stealing from myself? And he said, if you kill yourself, your death will not tell the world how evil these people are. But if you live and if they kill you, then your life will tell a story of the evil of these people. Don't steal that opportunity from yourself. So Victor survived the concentration camp and he eventually became a therapist and an author. He was hired by a a mental institution that had a very high suicide rate. And they brought him in simply to lower that rate. And he dramatically changed it. There were three aspects of his counseling that he told people. And, and that he stood on. One, one thing was that everyone needs to have something to do. And if they don't do it, someone else is hurt. Like a job or volunteering. Simply to get your mind off of yourself, do something with your life that helps someone else. It really doesn't matter what it is. So the second thing everyone has to have is a community of people around them that believe believe them in them just the way they are. And here's the third thing he said that's so critical. He said, everyone, everyone, not just people that are suicidal, everyone 
needs to be able to learn to look at their life redemptively. To look at life redemptively enables us to look at our problems as an opportunity. And this is a a huge dynamic. When we look at our problems and see, wow, this problem is going to lead me somewhere good. This problem shows me an opportunity. This showed this problem, if I face it, it's going to lead me to a better life, a life of greater impact, being the person I really want to be. To look at life redemptively is to see that our problems are not going to hold us back, but even greater than that, to look at one's life redemptively is to realize that our problems or an opportunity to move us further forward than we could ever imagine. We do a lot of marriage counseling and premarital counseling. The couples that I get really excited about are couples that face big problems in the first year of marriage, and they're able to sit down and talk to someone about it and work through it. Because you see, when people face problems and overcome it, it helps them look at their life redemptively. They can look back and say, I remember when that thing really bad was happening. Now look at me. I recall when our marriage hit that really bad place, but look at us now. You see, when we, when we have experienced overcoming a problem, it helps us to look at our life redemptively. And so going forward, we can look at our whole life in that sort of way. This is why the couple that faces marriage problems in the first year have an advantage. If they face it and overcome it, then every problem that comes along after that, they can just continue to put it in the uh, redemptive machine, if you will, of their relationship. And instead of panicking over problems, They just utilize their problems. So to look at life redemptively is uh, such a huge uh, life enhancer because problems aren't going anywhere. I was talking to some couples the other day and I was encouraging them to not be a victim of their success. Because you see, when you have success in life, the goal can become to never have problems. Whether it's our personal life or business life, and if things are going well, we can begin to think, okay, things are going well, there's no problems. So now the goal becomes to not have problems. But that's a problem. See, problems are the regular rhythm of life Problems are what enable us to turn the cave of our life into a gold mine. I say this to couples about marriage. Going to Hawaii together on a romantic getaway is probably not going to give you a stronger marriage. Unless you have an argument when you're there, then you will. I encourage going to Hawaii for vacations, by the way. But I'm just trying to make the bold point that problems are what help us to grow. But only if we look at them redemptively 
and we allow problems to become an opportunity instead of looking at a problem and saying, oh my goodness, this shouldn't be here. I'm failing at life because this problem exists. No, problems are just an indicator that you're a human and you're still alive. (laughs) That's why you have a problem. You're a human and you're still alive. And if your kid has a problem, it's because they're human. If your spouse has a problem, it's because they're a human. In my life, I probably, my entire life, my greatest ambition is to help people. I think it began at a very young age. I had a paper out when I was a little boy. And at Christmas time, my favorite thing to do was to make chocolate chip cookies and hand them out to customers. I've always loved the idea of helping people. I don't know where it came from, but it's always been in me. And I think I've spent most of my life trying to, except for the times when I feel like in life that I can't help people. You see, I had a big problem in life. My big problem over the course of my entire life was how I dealt with food. Food was my constant coping mechanism. And so it caused the problem of me being very overweight. I've lost 100 pounds in the last two years, I would say. And it has changed my life, but not in the way you would think. Having a smaller body has not really transformed my life. That's just one of the results. You see, The hardest thing for me to do was honestly face my problem. I became very overweight, not just because I liked food. I became very overweight because of why I turned to food. When I simply became honest about my problem, it turned my life from a cave into a gold mine. Notice what I said. I didn't say when I fixed my problem, it turned my life from a cave to a gold mine. I said when I honestly faced my problem. When I just honestly faced my problem, it caused, it took me on a, on a path of discovery. And on this path of discovery, there were things I experienced like, like revelation of who I was, a more clear revelation of who people are and how I interact with others. When I was honest about my, about my problem, it took me down this pathway of discovering freedom an understanding of how I fit into this world. It, it, it gave me an understanding of how to change. And what's blown me away, a number of things have blown me away on my journey, But one thing is, I've learned some things from facing my problem that has enabled me to help people like never before. There are things that I've been able to do with people through counsel and conversation to help people overcome that I never thought I would be helping someone with. I never thought I would be able to help someone who had pretty much destroyed their marriage by something they did. I I never thought I could help someone that had problems 
um, uh, with a speech impediment. I never thought I could help someone who had a problem with pornography. I never thought I could help someone who had uh, a bondage with lust. I never thought this, but what happened as I honestly faced my problem, it took me down a path of discovery and it brought about results in my life that I never thought were ever possible. And the good news is that you have a problem too. And the good news is you don't have to fix it. But what you can do is have the boldness to honestly face it. And what will come from you facing your problem honestly and courageously? I don't know. And you don't know. But the results are more than you could imagine. When I became honest about my problem and faced it, which I never did until really a year and a half ago, until I became honest about it, my problem was a problem. When I became honest about it and I faced it, my problem became the greatest opportunity of my life. I wish we were in the same room for me to look at you eye to eye and say this to you. When I faced just with honesty and courage, no, I didn't have any answers. I couldn't fix my problem. I couldn't figure it out. I just honestly faced it. It took me down a road of discovery and freedom. And the same thing is available to you. I want to encourage you that if you if you are looking for some, some life change, you feel like there's something in your life that has held you back and you feel like you're living in a prison and you just can't be the person you want to be until this changes. You feel like your marriage or your business or your, your family life is just, it's just held back and it's on hold until this thing changes. I want to let you know of a resource I made for someone just like you, because the person you are, if you're like that, you're a lot, you're a lot like the person that I was. And after years upon years of trying to change, I learned a pathway to freedom and I want you to know about it. If you go to my website, markdelaney.me, and you'll see a, a box for the My Life Platform courses. One of the courses, click on that. One of the courses is How to Change. I'm so confident that if you'll go through this course, it takes 10 days. It takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Do some journaling. I'll give you some homework to do. But in 10 days, I want to explain to you a pathway of freedom. Because your story is a lot like my story. And my story is a lot like your story. I want to share with you a pathway of freedom. So you can change. My friends, thank you for taking the time to spend with me today and have this conversation. I wish you the best. I ask that you, if, if this is a benefit to you, give us a pat on the back, would you? By sharing this with someone that you know that you think this could help. Once again, my greatest endeavor is to help people have the courage and the perspective 
to boldly pursue their best life because every single human has great purpose and we can clearly know our purpose and we can be set free to pursue and live out that purpose with all our heart. My friends, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.